0: Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman.
1: Welcome to another edition of the Big O Money Show with me, Bill Altman, my co-host, Tony Shore, here from uh, Auburn. Auburn, Alabama on the campus. Go Tigers. War Eagle. Wow. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in this morning, and thanks for always listening and our wonderful, loyal listeners. Today is a special show, no doubt. And... Being here on Auburn campus once, I really would love to be back in college, actually. I mean, these kids walking around, free spirits, life is good, on mommy and daddy's payroll. I mean, wow. I mean, but but, but the, ta- the, the times have changed, Tony. The times have changed. And no longer, no longer am I on someone's payroll, but rather my children are on my payroll. so many Uh, of our clients too, Tony go through this so many of our clients have to put their own kids through college and many of you may be listening right now I probably bet you are Uh, it's interesting it's an interesting time it truly is and we're down here so typically again we're Omaha Nebraska big O money show the premier advisory group your local fiduciary again thanks for listening but If I'm gone, if I'm out, I want to give you fresh content. I want to be here with you. And, and, and that's what we do. So no matter what I take time out of wherever I am to make sure we bring you that fresh content. And so today we're in the deep South. Some people, Tony, I've heard called it the dirty South for some reason. I don't know if I heard that from a rap song at some point, or I have no idea. I've
0: I've never heard that. I've heard the deep south and I actually lived in Tennessee for 6 years.
1: So, yeah, close. It's so the deep south, I'll tell you, dirt if it, if anybody says dirty south, it's not. It's clean. The people are so nice, the yeah. the the place is so clean, they the are. food is excellent. The university is fantastic. Our tour guide had more enthusiasm. Her name was Margaret. Her, so much enthusiasm. It blew me away. She was so extremely happy to be doing what she was doing she was a senior studying pre-dental or something like that so my boy Braden. Brayden is uh he's 16 he's a junior I call him a junior and a half right and some people <laughs> say sure. "Well, Bill it's pretty early to be looking at colleges I'll tell you what applications need no. to be in uh by like next August that's like round one and then september is round two october is round three yep
0: no you have to start when they're juniors yeah that's what we did with our uh two oldest yeah you're right so you're out there touring colleges you're coming to us live from auburn alabama this is so cool i love your hat you got the auburn hat on i yeah, love even it even
1: if we're not together tony we're together
0: and we brought the oh yeah yeah wife and age, i brought the
1: girls down too each and every week yeah
0: Oh, you did? Oh, the we whole had, family's we the whole with crew. you. So they had a... I thought it was just so you and the boy. Break This
1: past week, for half the week, and so we took off okay. and, and came down here. We oh, flew yeah. into Atlanta, drove over to Auburn, staying uh, at the hotel on campus, did the whole tour and all that kind of jazz. We'll be flying on back today, later on today. Wow.
0: Wow. Well, that's fun. I'm glad you all went and, and were able to see the campus, but it is it does energize you to do those college tours. I love it. Uh, you know, I've been doing them with my two kids uh, with my daughter and we just spent time on parents weekend at her campus. And it's just, I, I love the vibe and it does make you want to be back. I wish you were back. Don't you wish you were back in
1: college? I do. I, I just can't believe the yeah. cost, the inflation that has happened in the last 20 some oh. years outrageous right?
0: yeah and it's really in the last 20 to 30 years that it's
1: just right exploded. and people look at it too and and it's about out-of-state tuition no matter where you go room board all in 40 grand at the lowest i mean really uh yeah but you're 50 yeah. 50 yep. and you might do a plus plus on there fifty thousand bucks a year so then i'm thinking to myself what if my kids don't have any scholarships no they're smart kids they get good grades but you know the average GPA coming in here is 3.912 3.9 is the average GPA coming in with a 31 ACT that's that's chunky right so we're talking to that's really it is so what happens if they don't get any scholarships you know they're all I mean they all hit those GPAs actually they're right there my kids are like I said we push them we do um but I'll I'll tell you yep you, st- you have to save for it. You got to put away. I told Danielle, you know, and, and luckily we, we yeah. have been saving for it. Uh, We've been uh, fortunate to kind of keep that discipline, which is great. Hopefully we don't have to use all of it. But if you do, if I did, I'm talking $600,000 in today's dollar to send them to out of state school. A lot of you are listening well, yeah, and you're probably crazy. listening, and saying, "Well, you're you're stupid for sending them to out of state school." You know, we have great schools here. We have UNL, fantastic, truly. Yeah, I think it is. You know, some people yeah. rag on it for this or that or the other, but get real. You know what? Here's the deal, Tony. A, a, a school more maybe more academically inclined than another, but but you know, Chad Russler one one time said in in a in a talk that he gave, he's a, he's a colleague of mine and colleague kind of in the same industry chad said sure. you get out of something what you put into it you know and and and, and so you do back to the unl you know that could they go to in state absolutely go to unl go to uno creighton's going to be your same 50 grand right because it's private but danielle and i my wife danielle and i we both went out of state my folks afforded myself the opportunity now it was a heck of a lot it was less expensive i mean it's five thousand bucks a semester out of state back then tony is that wild it's like i grew up in the yeah. 30s or something Well,
0: now you're dating yourself of course it has not been uh, isn't that long that, but, but that goes back to your <laughs> so. comment
1: earlier uh, it's really happened in the last 20 yeah. or 30 years and you're exactly right 25 yeah, years ago roughly i'm starting to go to college and it's yep. five thousand dollars a semester yeah and i paid that's for amazing. my i paid for a semester that was tuition only but my but my uh rent was 330 bucks i'll never forget that mitch farenstein was my roommate yeah down at university of arizona and and the uh, 300 bucks was my rent
0: good old mitch farenstein yeah,
1: good guy <laughs> you know so you go forward and you think wow but but it is what it is and so yeah i uh, we can take care of it we can afford to to send them off i like i said i think they'll probably get some scholarship but You know, you think to yourself and I want them to have that. My boy asked my, my boy asked that, well, you know, can't I do, can I just go into real estate and, you know, not go to college? You know, I don't know where you, you know, yeah, yes, you can actually, yeah, yes, you can. You, you actually don't have to go to college. It's true. Um, but I think it's so right. much more than what you're learning, right, in, in school. It, it is uh, about that growing up, the maturity, uh, uh, becoming an adult, yep. uh, uh, looking out for yourself, getting your own laundry done, the, the little things that that are truly taken for granted. I mean, the boy's a junior now. He'll be a senior next year. He's just a boy. He's just a boy. You know, 17, yes. 18
0: the college experience is so important to that transition into adulthood it's just over the years it's become important and i think it makes a difference like you say and i've i've i saw it with my son who just graduated from 4 years in college our oldest and i'm seeing it already with my daughter who just started at living on their own, understanding this thing, understanding it forces them to understand more about finances and paying for things. And, uh, it's so important. And that transition period, because it, it's a nice transition. It's not just dropping them, you know, I, I don't just not you're not just shoving them out of the nest when they're still young and a That's little. That's right, immature. absolutely.
1: So, you know, I want them to have that opportunity if they want to go out that they can go out. You know, and Braden, as we're going through this tour, yeah. <laughs> Braden, the the common question was, "Well, why did you decide Auburn?" Well, it's really far away from my parents, and we're standing right there. <laughs> we are right
0: there. He <laughs> did said he that. say
1: that out loud in front yeah, of oh yeah at, right in front, and it wasn't just once but i mean he was asked by multiple people and it's the same oh, answer every hilarious. time i'm like well okay great you know nothing about the education or anything boy you know i, I should have coached him a little bit better but it is true yeah, right i yeah. wanted to get away too i don't blame them you know and 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 so it doesn't really make me yep. feel sad because i know i, I know no deep, no they got it they want their independence yep. at some point and they they want to yeah, test so you know, it they, out. It's like, yeah, you hop on a plane. You got two hours down to Atlanta. You got two hours over to Auburn. We were letting them know this is not going to be as easy as coming home for a long weekend. That doesn't exist. Yeah, you know no. you you'll get no. you'll get Christmas at Thanksgiving. Yeah, maybe you know, but it's short, man. It, you know, and that's all there is yeah. to it. I know I didn't come home every Thanksgiving in Arizona and Tucson, and I was a direct at that point. I was a direct flight away. You know, but it did, it came yeah, down to the money. True. It came down to, you know, all, you know, it is expensive. It, so a lot of you grandparents listening out there, uh, it was a pretty interesting stat. Michaela, my daughter, who is uh, only 14 years old, she was in a, like a personal finance class at Millard North here in, in Omaha. And, and they said, you know, if you just took, and it was a real small amount of money, like 30 bucks a week or something like that, uh, th- Maybe it's a little bit more, but right around that ballpark. If you just took that much, set it aside from the year that grandkid was born up until they're 18 years old, you know, and, and with with uh with interest on it. So you're investing it in some way. Right. Just kind of do a set it and forget it. Maybe S&P 500 sure. ETF.
0: Yeah, You're working with a financial right. services professional. You're you're, you're uh, setting up an account with, uh, through you, Bill Altman, and you have accounts that people do that with and put money That's in right. and it grows. You know,
1: and you, and you look out and you go 18 years out with all those weekly deposits. I, if I said a month, I meant a week. So they did this 30 bucks or whatever it was a week times a, a nominal, infl- uh, uh, interest rate. Um, so a growth rate. And then by the time they got to this, uh, 18 years old, they have, they have this nest egg for college built in. And I thought that was pretty neat. Right. Um, Some people might do it through a 529 nest program, which allows you up to $10,000 in in state tax deduction on that. But remember that money then has to be used for college. You can change the beneficiary. Yeah. My wife and I did that. So that's, that's a, it's a good, that's a good option, but it doesn't have to be the only option. So if you're one of those people that say, Hey, I don't know if I want to 100% dedicate this to little little Braden or whatever, because what if something were to happen yeah. or he changes path in life right. or I don't like him anymore or whatever the situation is, right? The five twenty nine does kind of lock you in. It's a little bit more restrictive. It There's does. a penalty to get your money out if you want to yep. change course. So if you did just a regular investment, so all you parents out there listening, you're in the same boat. It's really important to get this money put away and make sure you have it set up on some type of growth strategy, right? Some type of, uh, you know like I said it could be as simple as a uh, an S&P ETF uh, you know uh, an exchange-traded fund yep. that tracks the S&P 500 and just kind of do a set it and forget it let it go keep investing automatic comes out of your account you won't miss the money you know you're not gonna miss the money it's what four trips to Starbucks or something whatever it is you know and, and yeah it's so important because when that time comes it is really expensive what is it gonna be in 20 years from now really
0: yeah outrageous so yeah and putting that money away and i i'm glad you brought up the uh why you there are other options other than 529 plans and that's why my wife and i did a 529 plan for our oldest but then that's why we switched because you know we weren't sure and we kept some in for our second because we knew she was college bound we could tell she's college bound and as we went we're like let's put a little more but, uh, and then our youngest were like, nope, <laughs> that's a 529 is not the option. So they set up a, you know, the financial advisor, you set up a fund, and that's what you do for your clients, Bill, is you find the best place to put that money based on when you're going to need it. Okay, this money is for, you know, 18 years from now here's the kind of growth you want, Uh, you know, you put it in a fund that's uh, a long term. We have to
1: anticipate, we have to anticipate, you know, and and so all the people that I sit down, there's so many people I'm sitting down with right now that are about to send kids through college or they have grandkids in college and the conversation comes up quite often. And so we make sure we build that into your plan. And, And then what else is it, you know, what, what else is this whole college thing all about? It has to be geared for the person, uh, you know where are they going? Why are they going there? It's not just because I want to get away from my parents, right? It's maybe because hey, they have a good engineering <laughs> program, or a good business program, or sure. my dad has a really good friend who uh, their the grandson is uh, is autistic, a little bit autistic, uh, high functioning. University of Arizona was a really good program for him because they have a wonderful program there. That not only can allow this person to excel in academics, but also uh, the social life, the social aspect, and give them the support that's necessary. Even with a very that's high good. functioning uh, person with with autism or Asperger's, we have to we have to understand that there are still challenges. There's emotional challenges. There are, there are break breakouts Mm -hmm. right break breakthrough periods where where it just kind of rears that ugly head sometimes you know what I mean and as parents and, and I've never had a personally deal with this. Okay. But I do personally know people that do. And as parents, it's very, very, very difficult. They want their kids to have the best. It's a very high functioning person, their, ed- their, their education, their, their, it's off the charts. Right. Uh, but we also have to make sure right. that we want to protect that person. We want to make sure that, that they're in a community environment where they can be completely taken care of. That's a wonderful thing about all these uh, universities, college and universities around the country is they have those programs that are fit for these people. And I love that. I think that's super, super amazing. And 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 also it goes to your finances too. Where are you going? Why are we going there? You know, what's going on with your own personal finances, your own personal retirement accounts. You know, this week we've seen, uh, we saw uh bank earnings, financial institution banks. We, we saw earnings really pretty positive, right? I mean, that was really cool. Um, unemployment claims down, uh, which record low uh, in the pandemic of, of, of un- jobless claims. Fantastic. I love it. Right. Um, but also, in the, on the flip side of that, we still have so many companies looking for employees. Where did they all go? They couldn't have all gone to Canada, right? Gas, you know, everything that's happening, the inflation scare that we have. Well, I was talking to a client in the office earlier this week, and they had, um, their biggest fear was was in this inflation factor and if we're running at 5% inflation but our bonds are only making 1% or 2% we have a 3% gap in safe money checking and savings doesn't make anything your bond market really doesn't make anything we can go to the annuity side but you have to be willing to tie the money up for a little bit right we know that we can squeeze a little bit more interest out of it say four, four to six percent I would say is gonna be your average on that annuity side on like that fixed indexed annuity side Still pretty low interest rates. We're barely keeping up with inflation at that point, and if you're in checking savings or the bond market, inflation's beating you out. So in retirement, when we're looking for safe money, where else do we turn? I mean, how do we get the safe money, and in and, and the income that's necessary? to go forward, right? And how fast will we deplete the accounts? Can you go all into the stock market? Can you pretend everything's gonna be fantastic forever? I mean, you know me, people that listen to this show understand and they know that I am more on the bullish side I'm the you know I'm the eternal optimist I I just try to maintain that mentality for my own sanity number one but number two because I truly believe it I believe America is the greatest place in the world I believe we have the greatest companies in the world we have talked about this show after show after show but that doesn't mean we can't go through hard times and ups and downs hard times earlier in your life are easier to recover from hard times later in your life are more Mm -hmm. difficult to recover on recover from because you don't have the time that's necessary to do it so what do we do we have to create that plan we have to create that income plan where can I replace that income a lot of times that's where your annuity side is gonna come in you know if I can set aside a couple hundred grand early on right and allow that to grow for 20 or 25 years and then one of the spouses passes away I can flip income on from that bucket to replace that 24 grand a year like it never happened the stock market can't provide that for me the stock market can provide me with good potential good growth potential right and we can have some decent dividends that that can be spit off of the stocks but what do we have in the meantime we have risk we don't have the guarantee that that stock market's always going to be there. We don't have the guarantee that the dividends are always going to be there or always going to perform exactly the way we want them to. Is it going to keep up with inflation? We don't have the guarantees. That's where your annuity side comes right. in. Tony, people will ask me, why do we why do you use, why do we even use annuities? What's the purpose of them? To replace that income at some point number 1 or number 2 to balance the portfolio. Right red money, green money. Sure
0: to create a lifetime income to protect the right. principal they can do they've they've improved these annuities so much over the years and made them such a a better tool for uh, as a retirement vehicle uh because uh, with the pensions going away uh, there needed to be there was a gap to fill and i think um you know between uh, the government and our government and the insurance companies they've figured out vehicles that were really uh, helpful for people uh to retire and create that income in retirement and make sure it's gonna last as long as they do and protect the that's principal, exactly right?
1: right. You know and, and it comes back to some of that so that income piece is important. But how about the red money, green money side, Tony? How about, you know, when we're trying to diversify the portfolio and we're trying to Risk, yeah, risk versus, versus safety, safety. red money your hope so money i hope it's going to be there it should have good growth yep. your green being your no so money i you know it's going to be there the problem with no so money it doesn't sure. make any interest right typically but if you go over to that right. annuity side you could squeeze four percent out of it maybe you can get lucky and squeeze a six percent average out of it the people that are saying that it's hopefully keep up right. with inflation
0: Uh, unlike a CD or bonds, because CDs and bonds really aren't keeping up with inflation. And
1: and the people out there, the salespeople out there that are talking about their annuity product that's average eight and nine and 10 (laughs) percent. Go fly a kite, man. Get real. You know what I mean? I'm sick of it. I hear about it all the time. And I've been in the annuity industry, by the way, for over 20 years. I started at an annuity company in the corporate life like 22 years ago. So I get it. I understand it. I know their purpose, but it's not all pie in the sky. If we back test 10 years and say the last 10 years have averaged eight. Well, guess what? The average back 10 years of the S&P is average 15. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, let's not take the last 10 years of anything. You know, let, let's, yes. let's be realistic. What are they designed for? How are they built? The design is for a four to six percent average typically but guess what four to six percent sounds great right when your bond market makes two and then after fees it might make one your cds make nothing your checking makes nothing your money market makes nothing heck might as well put it under the mattress like will rogers it might have been a little lumpy but at least he knew it was there
0: (laughs) right right well you know what bill we're almost out of time is there anything else you want to add for our listeners before we go
1: well, you know, as everybody knows, schedule's very busy, but I will always leave room to meet with new people. And I would like to offer everybody a complimentary consultation. Come on into our office, whether you need to talk about Medicare with Bill Kaiser, or need to talk to myself about investments or Julie about tax. We can certainly help you out in our office. Give us a call direct four zero two five five seven six seven three zero. Again, 402-557-6730.
0: All right, and that does it for today's episode of The Big O' Money Show with our host, Bill Altman. Thank you for listening to The Big O' Money Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Bill Altman at the Premier Advisory Group. Call 402-557-6730.